Greetings and salutations, nerds. This is Praying for Superpowers. A show about the deeper meanings, messages, and intricacies hidden within nerd culture. I'm Peter Jordahl. And I'm Trevor Sharon. And today we are talking about the Mistborn series, particularly the Wax and Wayne books. Rust and Ruin. All right, so our goal for today is to break down the timeline of everything that happens in Wax and Wayne's story before book four of their trilogy, which has an extra book in it. Right. Because there's there's a trilogy, a book, a trilogy, a book, a trilogy, a book, a trilogy. So and this is the second of what we're told is going to be four eras. Uh, and so let's dive in. So Waxilium Ladrian is the hero uh, and often the protagonist and main character of the story. He is born in an aristocratic biracial family. And at the age of 15, he lives in the village, uh, which is a part of Ellendale. The village is mostly where the Terrace people live. So he lives there for a year because he is half Terrace and half Elendric. Yeah. We'll go with that. Half other. Uh, he kills Forch, who is the arson torturer. Uh, who is a twin born and through this um, seeking justice moment in his childhood he discovers that he doesn't want what the village offers he doesn't want what his uncle offers and he decides that he needs to be someone who seeks the law and justice so he moves to the roughs to become a lawman which is an area like the wild west outside of the city of elendale which is very much of a desert he becomes a lawman but he takes on this persona of being the uh, gentleman lawman and mm -hmm. uh, wears suits and kind of comes up with this persona for himself. So he meets Lessie as a dancer and then again later when he is trying to get the biggest bounty off of one of the uh, Kolos blooded bandits in the West, in the West, in the roughs. Close enough. Uh, and then uh, through year, uh, years of misadventure with her and Wayne, who he rescues from uh, execution. Uh, he marries her and... Uh, yeah, so then uh, they meet Wayne. Wayne is uh, in a robbery, which turns out bad. He ends up killing somebody. Uh, Wax cares for this young kid and takes him under his shoulders. So they become sidekick hero. Uh, let, they go off on an adventure. Lessie is killed by Bloody Tan. Uh, Bloody Tan is a psycho killer. Doesn't matter. Um he, Waxillian returns to Ellendale uh, facing the loss of his wife and the loss of his uncle and sister. The supposed death of uncle and sister. Of course. Afterwards, uh, he decides to take over his family's aristocratic place in the city. Uh, there's a lot of politics that play a part in the Mistborn saga. Uh, and so uh, Waxilium takes over. He decides that the best way to redeem his house from the mismanagement of his uncle is to marry Lord Harm's daughter, Steris, who is a individual on the autistic spectrum and very interesting throughout. He has no interest, but he knows that this is the best thing for his family's house. He flirts a lot with uh, his with Steris's half-sister, Marisi. Um, before coming to the decision and realization that they he wouldn't be good for her, he's too old for her, very respectful thing, even though she's head over heels for him. Through the natural draw that uh, Waxilium has for law and order, he takes on a group of 
bandits called the Vanishers who are kind of plaguing the city of Elendel and uh, pretty well known at this time in the city. The Vanishers are headed by the ever exciting and insane Miles Hundred Lives, the unkillable twin-born gold, uh, who is a servant of Trell, the many-eyed god. Uh, and then moving on from there, uh, he meets Mr. Suit. Who turns out to be Edward Ladrian, the uncle that he thought died. He also sees his sister, uh, who did not die in the cart accident that they were supposed to die in. So he learns they're both alive. He learns that Suit is keeping his sister captive. Um, and then he decides he's going to hunt down Suit. Um, Through some really cool events that you should read in the Alloy of Law, they do take out Miles' hundred lives uh, with the help of Marissi's powers. And uh, they go on to finish that part of the book. So we're done with Alloy of Law. Uh, moving on from there, uh, we start to get into uh, Shadows of Self, which focuses on um, a killer Chandra who is named Bleeder. Very creepy creature, very amazing uh, storyline. Uh, he gets Wax and Wayne get the help of another Chandra named Milan, uh, who helps them hunt down this creature Bleeder because the Chandra still exists headed up primarily by Tensoon, uh, and they don't want one of their own to be undermining the safety that they have in that culture at the time. Right. Um, so Bleeder basically turns the city upside down, and a non-noble is elected uh, the head of the city. The first non-noble mayor um, is elected, and uh, it's a really big thing in the politics of the series, even though it's a small part of the book. Um, but during all of this, we find out that Bleeder was, in fact, Lessie the entire time. Bum, bum, bum! Big, big deal, this. So, Wax, when when Wax goes to save Lessie, who's been captured by Bloody Tan, it's his bullet that actually goes through her head and kills her. We find out that she actually, uh, she never died because she was a Chandra. And it was all part of Harmony's plan. Harmony pulling strings to keep Wax who he needed to be. And it's at this point that we realize that Harmony, the era one Sazed, is really pulling a lot of strings in Waxillium's life and guiding this story along to a purpose that we're not entirely sure of at this moment at the end of book three. So we come to the end of book two. Waxillium has to kill Bleeder, Lessie, uh, and struggles with the depression of having lost his wife, now finding out he never really knew his wife, and also has to kill that person who he thought was his wife. And it's come to a, a religious um, corner for him where he has to say, I believe in God. In fact, I've had conversations with him, but I hate him, uh, which is such an interesting religious place for him to be considering the world. Uh, and then book three starts... Um, and the reason Waxillium is chasing down his uncle, uh, Mr. Suit, is because he is kidnapping uh, women who have allomantic bloodlines, and they believe it's because they're trying to breed a uh, breed allomancers through these kidnapped women. Mm -hmm. Pretty dark stuff. So as things progress, uh, Waxillium finds out about something called the Bands of Mourning. 
which are this religious uh, item that nobody is entirely sure what they are. Uh, or even if they are bands, or if they are some symbol that doesn't actually exist. And so Waxillium sets off on a pursuit to, to find these bands of mourning as they hold some key information about the breeding of allomancers. But the, his main reason for going is because he sees his sister is held captive in a city near where the bands are supposed to be. So they head off on a train. There's a uh, a scuffle with robbers. Wayne makes out with Milan, the Chandra. She turns into a dude later. He doesn't care. Uh, then we move into Marisi using her powers again. We get to this city. Uh, we have a few ballroom dances where Chris from the Cosmere comes in. Hoyd comes in. Hoyd gives Waxillium this strange coin. That basically, uh, it's such a small thing, but it's such a it's a big, big deal. Uh, that this happens. Um, without the coins, so many things that fell into place later wouldn't have fallen into place. Which turns out to be a copper mine, or a metal mine, of the Great Sovereign, which we would all know, maybe, as Kelsier from the original series, who, oh my gosh, he's still alive. Still those alive. arms, those arms, those scarred arms. My God. <laughs> uh, and then uh, he's the Sovereign has been... Uh, par part of this is the Sovereign is... Uh, in charge of helping this other society grow. That This society we only heard of briefly during the very end of Mistborn Era 1. Um, this other group of people the Lord Ruler hadn't dominated, the Sovereign had come to save from this new transformed world that had thrown them uh, into a land of ice and snow when they'd been used to the tropics. And you can learn more about them by reading Secret History and Arcanum Unbounded. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, uh, so he continues fighting suit. Uh, they make it all the way to a secret base, uh, which they break into using the Rotten Tomato ability that uh, Wayne loves to use. And which we will explain in the next episode where we talk about Wax and Wayne. Yes. Link in the comments below. And then, uh, so they get into this... Uh, they keep chasing after Mr. Suit. They break into a building where they find what looks like a crashed ship. Uh, no masts, no rudder, but it uh, it looks like a ship. They end up freeing uh, a masked man who is enslaved uh, there. And they get on this ship and somehow, using allomancy and metals and coins, he makes the ship fly, which is a huge deal. They, Super cool. They escape using like this tiny little hovering vehicle, and they make it all the way into the mountains to a temple. Where, through a very Indiana Jones-esque sequence of events, Waxillium Ladrian dies, and he comes face to face with Harmony himself, who essentially admits that, yes, I have been working a lot of things in your life to serve my purposes, and no, I'm not going to tell you what that purpose is necessarily, but if you want to, I'll give you the chance at another adventure. To which Waxillium essentially says, screw yourself and yes, please. And <laughs> comes back to life, bursts out of the temple in this really epic moment. Uh, to, uh, to eventually, ba basically to avenge his friends who have all been betrayed by Wax's sister who actually recruited Mr. Suit, his uncle. So his sister, who he's been trying to free this whole time. From his uncle. Was actually higher up on the pecking order in this evil organization, breeding alamancers. Bum bum bum. Uh, part two. <laughs> bum bum bum. <laughs> uh, and then 
they take the flying ship. So they, the, the one masked guy that they're with, um, which I think is Alec. So Mercy has found the bands of mourning. She gives them to Waxilium. Waxilium uses them to wreck face and just, just push these people off the mountain. And the uh, bands of mourning are this like kind of arrowheaded. It's a spear thing of metals, a whole bunch of different metals, not actually bands. Containing all of the powers of Allomancy and Farrakami pushed into one piece of metal. Uh, And uh, he uses a lot of the power. Wayne ends up picking up a gun and shooting uh, Wax's sister in the face. Which is important, and we'll talk more about why it's important in our next episode. Uh, And then um, they take the flying ship back to Ellendale. They promise trade, communication, and opening talks with these people from a southern nation. And then the flying ship leaves, and we're kind of left in, what do we do next? Uh, and so what happens next is what Wixilium and Steris get married. And what I think is one of the most beautiful parts about this trilogy is that Wax was not at all interested in her romantically in the first book. And by midway through the... Uh, through the third book, he's head over heels for her and thinks she's beautiful and wonderful. And it's so beautiful. So they get married on their honeymoon. Waxilium is up walking and pacing around and here's an explosion. And that is when he finally taps the metal mind that we mentioned before and sees Kelsier's arms reaching out to him. And that is where we have been left for the past couple years. At least it's not the Rhythmatist. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. We're in the Cosmere, so we know. But like what I've said before is that because so much has been happening in Stormlight, he's waiting to give us a huge big clue, like Veritrelides or some big name in Stormlight is going to be a character we meet in book four of the Wax and Wayne era. We hope that this has been helpful to you in catching you up on everything that has happened in era two of the Mistborn series. We are going to have another episode where we dive into the characters, link below, and also when the next book comes out and the other books, we will post those links in the section below as well so you can keep up yeah you don't have to reread all the books you can they're great but that's a lot of books to reread every time a book comes out considering he publishes one a year